This episode is brought to you by Seed. Did you know that supporting your health can be as easy as taking two capsules a day? Each daily dose of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is formulated with 24 scientifically studied probiotic strains that support gut, skin, and heart health, helping you start the new year off right. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom. The podcast about anything and everything. Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Tuesday morning. Hope all is going great with you all out there. Today we have a great episode. Yesterday afternoon I had an awesome conversation with our friend Muhammad from Dubai. We've talked with Muhammad once before a couple of weeks ago, and it was really interesting learning about his own discovery of Kratom and how it has helped him with more practical things like, you know, motivation, energy, focus when it comes to his work uh, and and how he works in a fast-paced environment, a demanding environment, and how it's helped him in those sorts of ways. But with this conversation, we wanted to take a more deep dive into how Kratom has helped him in other aspects of life, and that includes ways that it helped him with anxiety, depression, um, some other things, and then also when it comes to really interesting aspects of, of his life, which include the fact that it's Ramadan this month. How does Kratom play into the role of fasting for him? I just thought that this was a fascinating topic, and I'm really glad that, that it came up. And there are a number of other things that we talk about, too, including the new types of flavored Kratom that's available nowadays, as well as his experience trying Blue Lotus in tandem with Kratom. So we talked about a whole lot of stuff. It's a really great conversation, and I hope that you enjoy. And as always, thanks for listening. So here we are back with our friend Mohammed from Dubai checking in and it is awesome to talk with you again. So welcome back. Thank you so much, Jamie. It's uh, really great to be back. And um, I, I I don't know if everybody listening to this episode has um, checked out the first episode that we did together um, a few weeks back. Um, but first of all, I, I would like to apologize for the sound quality last time. This time, um, the voice is more audible. And um, I think it would be good to pick up where we left off last time. I'm, I'm already enjoying my, my, my second or yes, my second dose of Kratom for the day. Um, how have you been, Jamie? <laughs> been doing good, thanks. I've been um, my sorry about the rescheduling issue. I I contacted Mohammed yesterday afternoon and was like, oh, all these things came up, and he said that's fine. I'm flexible. And then I sent him an email five minutes later. Said never mind. <laughs> so it's been the week has been all over the place, but it's been good. Um, and you know I'm uh, yeah feeling good, and I'm glad that that we can check in with you again because. Like you said, um, and for those of you who hadn't listened, you should definitely check out the first conversation that we had with Mohammed, which was March 17th. And um, 
that's when that one aired and we got a great overview of um you know just like the background your context where are you coming from uh what you know how did you first introduce yourself to kratom and what has your experience been so far and as a very brief recap and you can touch on this further obviously but you had talked about how um, you know, you you found Kratom a while back. You've um, and I since learned that you even wrote a book about it. So maybe you can talk about that too. And you you really enjoy you know like super green in the morning. You like white Bali and white mangta. You use it very for a practical sense. You use it for work, and you use it because your job is so demanding and it's fast paced. You work for this international energy company, if I remember correctly. And so you have you have right, a lot of responsibility right. and. Uh, and it's, right. it's been super helpful for you. But then there's another side to how Kratom has helped you. And so we wanted to look at that today, too. So uh, exactly. we'd, we'd love to, to, to hear anything and everything Kratom on your end. Sure, sure. Well, you've got a great memory, uh, Jamie. It's awesome that you remember all those details. So, um, yeah, there was another side that we, we wanted to discuss. Last time I talked about how Kratom helps me, helps me out at work every day and everything. But... There was there was another side that we wanted to talk to uh, talk about, which is related to um, the initial reason why I started to uh, take kratom was uh, for my depression and anxiety. And um, let me give here a, a little background about myself, something that I didn't share last time so um i have shared that i live in dubai and i've been living in dubai for 11 years now but i'm originally from syria um so i'm of syrian origin i'm sure i'm sure your listeners are are and yourself are aware of um what happened in syria uh, years back so it's it's uh, a, my country but i haven't been able to go there um since 2010 when a war when the war broke out um so that probably uh played uh, a role in um, me starting to feel a little bit depressed because i was just you know missing my my home my country even though i love being here in dubai but that that was a war that really took its toll on me um, you know, years went by until um, COVID hit. We got to the lockdown um, stage of things. And I think that was something that, you know, impacted everyone. Um, but that was a phase where I started to notice and new things started to come up emotionally in my life. Like I would feel really down uh in 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 some uh some parts um, of my day um i would get really anxious at work but i was also having a lot of anger problems too um i didn't think much of it at first until it started to get worse and i started to get therapy and um finally i was put on some uh, medications that were helping but the thing about uh, me- medication, Jamie, is that medicine doesn't make you feel happy. It just numbs, um, you know, the, whatever feelings you have. So that wasn't enough for me, and that what that really doesn't what isn't what kratom does for me. So 
when I discovered Kratom and I started to take, take Kratom, I was actually feeling like happy again and feelings of joy. And um, this is by no means um, any medical advice or anything, but I'm supposed to be on four different types of pills, according to my doctor. So four pills a day. And what I'm actually taking is half a pill plus half a pill. So I've reduced my medication down to half plus half. So by a quarter, down from four pills all after taking Kratom. Again, I'm not advising anybody to do the same, but I've been doing that for, for a while now. And I have noticed no negative effects whatsoever. Wow. And I'm really enjoying my, you know, my life. I'm, I'm, I'm still not at the point where I can just stop all medication completely, though I think eventually, and I hope that I will be able to do that. Um, so that that is how how Kratom helped me, and um, I was listening to your episode with with uh, Joey Talks uh, as well, and he also had his experience with um, depression. That you know, shout out to Joey. I, I love that channel as well. Um, I, I, I check out his videos. I checked out your interview with him. It was great too. So that, that that's in short how it helped me. Um, and how my, my depression and my anxiety started and where I am right now with that. Thank you for, for sharing that background, for being comfortable, not comfortable enough to share it, because it's, it's certainly a, a tough and sensitive topic for a lot of people. Um, I And a shout out to you, because you're the one who introduced me to Joey Talks. So there you go. Um, oh, okay. Mohammed okay. is, is awesome. solely responsible for that episode. Um, That's great. Yeah. Uh, so let's back up a bit because that's I find that fascinating. So you're from Syria. I mean, that's I you know I don't I always keep this show apolitical, and so this is not a political thing, but it's you know that I'll get into here. But I've always followed politics closely. I've always followed um, you know international geopolitical issues closely, and the you know this the war in Syria has been one at the forefront. Um, you know, it was happening when I started going to college and. And by the time I got out of college, it was, you know, even worse. And and so it's just, that's something that I've kind of become an adult with happening, you know, overseas. And, and I've been following that. So that's that's really wild. Um, I, I'm just curious, when it, when was it that you left Syria? Well, um, uh, my, my, my story is a bit interesting because I, for most of my life, I lived in Saudi Arabia. And I was visiting Syria. Syria is my, you know, my 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 hometown. It's where I'm from. I was spending all summer in Syria, and most of my family's there. Um, but I, I attended school um, in in Saudi Arabia, and um, I studied in Lebanon. These are all countries that are, you know, within the same region here in the Middle East. So all of those countries are within two or three hour flights you know among each other so in in the u.s it would be it's like the equivalent of flying between states mm. um but the last time i ever visited syria was in august 2010 so wow. it's you know it's 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 been a long time 
And um, you know, I would love to go there again when things get uh, more peaceful and 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 back to normal. You know, like like you said, this show is uh, not a, not a political one, but you know, this is a human thing. Right. And um, yeah, of course, um, it's a beautiful country. It's always been a beautiful place. So w- once it starts to become you know peaceful again, and I I can take my family there, feeling safe, I would I would love to go there and. Maybe take some kratom with me there. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for that. <laughs> Just out of pure curiosity, um, so it's a it's really interesting connection. Um, you, so you kind of brought that up in tandem with this idea that you had already been dealing with a bit of depression, and that that kind of helped compound that. Um, and so, when you were first starting to realize this, and you mentioned a little bit of this in your book, um, you you had some you know time where you talked to a doctor and tried to figure out some of the the emotional things happening in your life and um you ended up saying just now that you had four medications you're supposed to be on four different medications right now um yeah so how did that work where kratom started to help you with those things uh were you already on those four different medications while you started taking kratom and realized you didn't need them or, or how did that happen Exactly. Um, I was already on the four because I started off with two and they weren't helping. And I was seeing uh, a doctor every month and the therapist at the same time because I'm also doing um, cognitive behavioral therapy at the same time. And I still am doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, until I've reached the four different medications, then I start to take Kratom. And then I thought, hey, let me just see what happens if I cut down one of the four to a half and i did that and i waited a few weeks and i felt no negative effects so i said okay hmm, let me see if i can cut down another half so it wasn't abrupt where i just suddenly stopped everything um i was just slowly gradually you know cutting down the amount that i was taking until i am where i am now and uh, that is why I believe that, you know, maybe in a few weeks, I'll see if I can do without one of the halves that I'm taking and, and just see what happens. Um, obviously, if, if um, any of the side effects comes back, I'll, I'll go back to taking the medication. But so far, man, I, I, I'm, I'm feeling great, really. Like, it, it, it's it, as if there is nothing, there's nothing wrong. And even, you know, I haven't told my therapist about Kratom, but she's, last time she saw me, she's like, wow, Mo, you look, you, you look great. I mean, what's, what's going on? I'm like, I, I don't know. Maybe therapy seems to be working or something. I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to talk about Kratom yet, you know? So I kept, uh, I kept that, you know, as a secret to, to myself. Who knows? She might watch this episode. <laughs> you never know. But yeah, so, so that's how. So, um, Jamie, I want to also mention another thing, uh, completely kind of a different topic is um, we're now in the month of Ramadan. I don't know if you're uh, you're aware, maybe you are, because I know that, you know, some some people fast in, in, in the States. Of course, you have a, a large Muslim population there. Yeah. And I, I started to fast uh, two days ago, and that also changed my the timing of my kratom intake as well so if it's okay for you i can uh talk a a little bit about that because 
for me, it's something completely new, how to combine fasting with with Kratom. And I was a bit worried about that before starting. Like, how how's my schedule going to be? And it's it's working as well. Yeah, is, that's fascinating. Okay I... Please jump in. That, that sounds like a fascinating topic. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. So, um, you know, for those who don't know, um, Ramadan is uh, is a month where uh, people of Muslim faith they uh, we fast um, all day. So we start we stop eating and drinking, and that includes water um, at sunrise until sunset. So that is the equivalent of let's say about four thirty four forty a.m until 6 40 p.m so that's a good 14 hours and um usually during that phase before ramadan i would be having at least three or four doses of kratom and i was a bit i was a bit you know worried that how am i gonna pull this off and um i've i've found a schedule that works for me so now what i do is I I wake up at 4:15 a.m. because naturally I, I I always wake up at this time in Ramadan so I can have a little meal so I can survive the rest of the day and drink a lot of water. Um, so I do that and I take about three grams of uh, of of kratom and it's been green it's been green mengda actually for the past three days. I take three grams, I feel great, and then I just go back to sleep. And then I wake up for work. And when I wake up for work, a few hours later, the, the Kratom effect doesn't go away. Like the calmness is still there. Um, maybe not the full energy, but the calmness is there. Uh, it, it, it's definitely there, especially if you take like three grams, not, not half a gram, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm able to just stay the whole day until, you know, by 6 p.m. Of course, I'm a bit tired and I'm, you know, I, I may start to get a little bit edgy, but it is already time to break the fast then. So again, once I break my fast, I have my another two, three grams. And after, you know, fasting for a long day, your, your body's you know, craving nutrients, food, water, everything. And then you take all that in with the Kratom. It's just a blast. You know, you just, you feel great. And um, I mean, that schedule has been working great for me. Um, I really don't know anyone else who is, who's combining the two. Um, I'm, I'm curious to know if there's anyone else who's doing this, but it's, um, it's, it's been pretty interesting and it's you know I, I feel great at night I have a lot of energy at night um, right now I'm I'm, I'm, I'm drinking um, white Valley which is one of my favorites favorite strains as well um, so probably by midnight I take you know a, a, another one and I go to bed and then and that's it but it's been great I mean it's been it's been smooth um, energy throughout the day. Um, no complaints whatsoever, Matt. <laughs> that's awesome. It, that's yeah. super, super fascinating. I, I think that fasting, you know, e even separate from the fact that it's Ramadan, like for a lot of people, fasting is becoming 
you know, something that they do each month for one day or, you know, every few months, you know, you have all these different health reasons that people do it. Um, it's kind of become more of a mainstream idea, I think, recently in the West, at least. Uh, so Absolutely. so I think it's really fascinating to hear about it from from your perspective and I mean, specifically through the, the actual religious reasoning. And, um, you know, I've had a very small but but similar experience when it comes to uh, Yom Kippur being Jewish and having the day of fasting and and how Kratom might right. affect that day. So I can relate to it. But that, that's really interesting. Do you um do you. So for Ramadan, I'm not super familiar with it. I know the general premise behind it, but for fasting, do, do you fast from sunrise to sunset and then you can eat after sunset or what, what's the rule? Yeah, exactly. After sunset, you can eat, drink, whatever you want, um, minus alcohol. But, you know, otherwise you can... I wouldn't recommend alcohol anyway after such a long day without being hydrated. It's not a good idea. Um, But yeah, and um, obviously the point isn't really to stuff yourself, even though... The, you know the cravings are there but if, if, if it's done the right way and you um you know eat uh you know healthy sized portions you can you, you know you, you you'll be feeling good you know without going through a food coma like you know after having a crazy dinner um but yeah you can if from from sunset to sunrise you can eat you know as much as you want drink all the water that you need get yourself hydrated and um during the day you just you, you don't and it seems like it's a lot harder than it sounds um a lot of people ask me like how how, how do you how do you do that how do you stay without water all day especially in dubai where it's hot it, it's fine man like it's it's really the body can adapt to to things um I, I can even walk outside. I take walks, even though it's you know it's sunny. It, it's it's all good. So hmm. that, that that's how it works. But what's your experience? I, I I'm not familiar with your with your fasting and how how did that work with kratom? Yeah, I mean it's so you do it um, for the for each year you do it um, for Yom Kippur and it's you know it, it's um, I'm I'm terrible at being jewish but i'm that kind of makes me good at it that's my joke but (laughs) but but from my understanding of what i'm supposed to be doing uh every year you know you're supposed to kind of think about you know how can i be better this upcoming year how wasn't i as well you know good as i should have been this past year and the fasting is kind of a reminder of that and it's you know kicking the can to get you to to think about that which i think is valuable and it's a good lesson um and so i've done it a few times now and I've taken Kratom only a couple of the, maybe once or twice of those few times I've really participated in it. And I've found that it, I've had good experiences with it. I don't think I took greens or reds. I think at that time I only really had white varieties of Kratom. And I don't know what type specifically, but I think it was, uh, I think it was white tie. And I, took it in the morning um similar to you but not that early in the morning um and then i would go for the day and i had a good experience with it but i have trouble taking kratom and having nothing in my stomach and it usually results in me feeling a bit sick i remember that i was you know i got a bit of nausea but it wasn't too bad and overall the day went well 
But I kind of feel like for me, Kratom works better when I have like just a little bit in my belly. Not, I don't need much. The episode this morning that I actually put out, uh, th- this episode that we're recording now is going out tomorrow morning. But um, but this morning I did one on uh, how taking like just eating a banana and nothing else and then taking Kratom works so well for me. And I just discovered that this weekend. But having nothing in my belly, I can get a bit queasy, but it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Yeah. So I definitely think it works better for me when I don't have as much in my stomach. And um, I I agree with you. I agree with you. And actually, in last episode, I said that I prefer to take it on an empty stomach. But I did start to feel nauseous as well Mm. if I take too much on an empty stomach. And um, like you said, if you have a small meal, like a banana, that, that is perfect. That is perfect. Um. By the way, since we're on like a kind of a spiritual um, topic here, one one thing that I that I noticed the reds help with, in particular, is meditation. Um, so, me- meditation is something that I I don't do for any religious reasons. It's just that you know it's it's something that I've been doing on and off for for many years, just to you know feel more at peace and more calm. And, um, you know, red, red strains aren't particularly my favorite, but they are super helpful for reaching a meditative state more, more than anything else. And that is something I've, I've noticed. Um, I don't know, Jamie, if you've ever tried to, to meditate, but it's, I mean, it's all about just calming your, 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 your inner thoughts and inner dialogue and that you know chattering that goes goes on and when you're on the reds it's just so relaxing and euphoric right so naturally it just complements the the breathing exercises you do when med- meditating so mm. for anyone that that you know has does meditate you know um meditation as a as a frequent uh, practice combining it with reds is is perfect that's a great idea i i um I haven't personally, you know, I've done a, I've tried meditation in the past. Um, kind of works for me, kind of doesn't, depending on what you mean by what I mean by work. But but I do get something out of it. But I don't do it often. What I do find familiar with what you're saying is that I take reds before bed sometimes. Not just you know, oh, it's going to help me sleep, but um, more winding down the day, laying down in bed, not trying to go to sleep right away, but just kind of laying there and not doing anything. It's I think it's helpful. It's important. It's beneficial to, to have those moments. And reds really yeah. help me with that. So I think that's kind of my is more of a similar experience than than other things that yeah. I use reds with. Yeah. Did, did you ever have insomnia in in, in your life um, before starting to take kratom? Was insomnia ever a thing that you had to deal with? I never had insomnia, but I had I I couldn't get to sleep right away. And one of those people that. When I lay down, it's like, this is going to be a challenge. Like, I'll, I'm going to get to sleep, but it's not like I'm going to fall asleep in, in two minutes like my wife falls asleep. Like, I'm going to be up for a half an hour, 40 minutes trying to fall asleep. Right. So that's kind okay. of my experience with it. Okay, okay, okay. No, I, I've never had that problem. Sleeping for me was, you know, I'm the type that I can be anywhere at any time. And if I want to fall asleep, I will. And maybe, maybe that's why... Um, the, 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 I didn't need the reds, but I'm sure that if I had this this um, you know trouble sleeping, the reds would have been 
really helpful for me too. Um, one, one thing I've tried since we last spoke is uh, the Blue Lotus, actually, uh, that we talked about last time. Oh, I'm, I really want to hear Blue about Lotus. that. So I got the Blue Lotus powder from the same website that you do. I think it's Mood and Mind. And um, I tried it in two different ways. Um, I either mix it with the Kratom in the same uh, drink whether it's it's a tea or 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 juice or whatever or water and i've tried it like two hours after taking kratom and i would then have uh, the blue lotus and uh, i mean my thoughts basically are it does something but i can't isolate its effect on its own because i would need to take it like first thing in the morning before trying before taking kratom for me to know exactly what it does mm. my feeling about it now is like it's kind of like a strong potentiator that's that's what it feels like to me like it makes the effects of kratom more powerful and if i take it a couple out couple hours later um if the kratom effect is like dropping and i take blue lotus it's kind of pushes it up again hmm. um, for like a few more hours oh. that's that's what I felt it it, it it did for me I would like to try it alone on its own to see just to notice exactly what it does but for now it's like a super cool potentiator that that's how I feel about it that's really I, neat that's cool. what was that what about what about you? I know you like it, so yeah, I'm a huge fan of Blue Lotus. I've brought it up for everybody listening. I've brought this up a you know number of times. I know you know that um, it's something that is near and dear to my heart because I discovered it on the same night I discovered kratom. Like the two are interlocked in my memory as the same thing, not the same thing, but I the night that I first tried kratom, my friend had also given me a, a lemon Blue Lotus shot and. Uh, so that kind of like I took Kratom and Blue Lotus at the same time, my first experience with Kratom. And so that was the night that, you know, my Tourette's officially ended, basically. I mean, it, it's a memorable experience okay. and and it still hovers around in the back of my head, but I'm able to control it now, even when I'm not taking Kratom or Blue Lotus. But the two are so helpful. Um, I've ever since then, you know, Kratom on its own works really well for me. Blue Lotus on its own. It works well for me, not as well as Kratom in the ways that I'd like it to. And it's not really something that is, you know, energizing. I, I liken it to, you know, like chamomile tea in a way, if I drink it as a tea, it's very relaxing. But taking it together with Kratom, you know, whatever my desired effects are, it, it helps it happen. And, and it's the, the type of Kratom that I enjoy most is a blend of white tie, green tie, and blue lotus extract. And it's just, mm. it's a killer combination. And, and it's the one yeah. type of Kratom I can take in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, or before I go to bed. And whatever I want it to do, it does it. It's just kind of like that magic bullet for my body. Wow. So that's kind of my relationship okay. to it and why I enjoy it so much. Yeah. Okay. And uh, do, you, do you stick to the recommended amount on the bag? Because it said, it says something like a quarter of a teaspoon. Um, and I, I put more. Mm. I mean, I put more than half a teaspoon because I'm like, okay, quarter of a teaspoon, what's that going to do? So <laughs> I, I, I put a little bit more um, and I feel it and I don't feel anything bad 
because I'm going above the uh, the, the recommended amount. Hmm. Do, you, do you stick to the quarter? Um, I with the extract, it's fifty to one extract, I think, and it's um yeah, yeah. I usually stick to the quarter. I've had a bit more before. Um, my body is very sensitive to it. I, I if I mix that in some tea or if I take it with kratom, it it really does the job. I don't really need that much more. And then with um the the actual you know flowers, the blue lotus fl- flowers, you can also buy the dried leaves or sorry petals. Um, that mm-hmm. I love making tea out of that. And uh, sometimes I'll make a lot stronger tea than they recommend, but after a certain point, it can make me feel a bit sick to my stomach again. But that's just kind of like if I drink too strong a tea of any type of tea, my stomach gets a little crazy. Right. So um, I don't think it's blue lotus specific. Yeah, it's a little bit bitter too, right? I've I've tried yeah. the tea. If you put a bit too much, it can be. It's that it has this bitter bitter taste. Um, but yeah, I, I I like it, man. I like the blue lotus. Great, that's um, interesting. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm, you know, right after this podcast, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have some because I kind of forgot that I have blue lotus <laughs> in my, in my, in my kitchen. So I'm gonna go for it. And and by the way, speaking of of uh, our friend uh, Joey, Joey talks. Another thing that he recommended that I tried was the flavored, uh, the flavored kratom. Right. From 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 the company that he that he buys from. A, a crabot or whatever or how, however it's pronounced and um the flavored stuff tastes pretty good man like it, uh, it, first of all it doesn't taste like kratom at all so it's not like bitter with some sweetness no like i don't know what they did but they took away that bitter taste completely and um it's kind of dangerous because it makes you want to drink more because it tastes so good, <laughs> and um, it, it it also. I mean, I I'm guessing if you get used to it, it's going to be difficult returning to a non-flavored kratom as well. So I'm trying not to limit my intake only to the flavored stuff. I try to take you know one one dose of flavored just to enjoy the taste, but everything else I stick to the the. You know the natural stuff but it is an interesting experience and uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of flavors it seems there's a there's a this watermelon one that i haven't tried yet i just got curious i ordered it i'm waiting for it to arrive mm. like you know uh, watermelon flavored kratom interesting you know yeah flavors are where it's kind of headed you know it's fascinating i feel like it's popping up at a lot of different vendors on their websites and you know coming yeah. soon to a theater near you this flavor kratom no kratom taste mm-hmm. so that's really interesting yeah that, that's exciting to hear yeah. about um i i think as it gets more mainstream you're gonna see more of these things because i'm seeing gummy bears and i'm seeing yeah. all these things that you know i've, I've never tried but um eventually eventually i'm gonna i'm gonna give everything a shot well that's great it's it's so interesting and we're living in a in an exciting time for kratom with all these new products and um different ways of taking it and uh all the thought going into it you know like we're now you can get kratom and it says triple lab tested this is the batch number everything you know it's very it inspires confidence in it you know so it's it's good to see true um yeah 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 and uh, so i i did i 
I did have a little bit of a scare a couple of weeks ago because one of my shipments took a long time to arrive. And, you know, I, I mentioned on the last uh, podcast how Kratom is neither legal nor illegal here because they right. don't even know what it is. Right. And when it took longer than usual to arrive, I'm, I was like, man, I think they, you know, they're on to us now. They, they found <laughs> out what it was and I'm never going to get my my Kratom again. And I was worried I was calling the, the delivery company and they're like, uh, no, don't worry, it's on its way. I'm like, okay, good. And then, you know, just a few days later, I had it in my office. Okay, thank God, it's, you know, nothing to worry about. So it, it was a little bit of a scare a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Well, it's good. I'm glad that it came. But I think the mail system's been pretty wacky this past year or two. So that's good to hear that it got through. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So something else that I wanted to ask you about, it's kind of going back to where we started in a way, but, um, you know, so I just think that it's really fascinating to me whenever someone talks about how Kratom has helped them with any sort of like, aside from the practical uses, but more emotional and, and, um, you know, anxiety and depression and things like that. Um, if you're comfortable with it, do you mind kind of talking a little bit about the sorts of diagnoses that you've had around that area and then, you know, sure. exactly how Kratom has helped you there? Because something that I talked with Joey about towards the end, I think of our, our podcast with him and something he's talked about a lot is there's, you know, things can help with your mental health, but but he I think he framed it as and I thought rightly so it's a it's a tool you know like Kratom can be a tool to help you get to the place where you can work on yourself but it's not necessarily the thing that cures you that makes you happy but it allows you to figure things out and and at the same time I find personally that Kratom really you know can be a mood booster on its own uh so so I'd just be interested to hear your whole experience with with you know that right I, if, I mean, I totally agree with what Joey said. Um, I don't think Kratom is a, is a cure. And I also mentioned that in, in my book as well, that it puts me in a, in a state of mind where I can work on myself. Um, but it's not meant to be a cure. So in, in terms of my diagnosis, I mean, thankfully, it, it wasn't severe. What I was diagnosed with was moderate depression moderate anxiety and rage okay and you know I, I i know i don't come off as a rageful person probably and people get surprised when i tell them that but you know there were there were just phases where i would just go from from zero to 100 from just from you know some some triggers in in, in my life and um so you know the the, the emotions that come with these things are um, at its worst, I would say it, on some days, like I would wake up in the morning and just not want to get out of bed or, mm. you know, not want to go to work. And when it reached that level of not wanting to go to work and, you know, I have to go to work. I have a family. I, I can't just not go to work. And um, I had to talk to my my managers and say, look, I'm, I'm having some mental health uh, issues because of workload um, I'm unable to cope with the stress you know I, I need a break and you know thankfully they were really understanding and that was exactly around the time when I discovered Kratom so it was during I took a break from work 
it was just for a couple of weeks and at the same time i started to take kratom so i went back to work with a completely different attitude because like you said it's a mood booster um i was feeling much better i wasn't very stressed about work anymore um i was happy happy at home at work but i also know deep down that if i stop taking kratom you know there's a chance that all these old things might come up again so i i still you know need to work on um you know deeper issues continue therapy of course try to understand you know the the the, the core uh, reason why these things happened and um, I mean I'm working on it you know I, almost every day I, I, I try different things I, I, I try to journal I meditate I fix my diet I talk to people so um, let, let, let's see how it goes I mean yeah I'll, I'll, I like to experiment you know so maybe one day I'll say hey let me let me try to taper down Kratom to just like, like one gram a day and see if I can still feel good and you know I, I I'm, I'm very self-aware thankfully I'm, I'm very you know sensitive about how I'm feeling so I'm able to gauge if I'm getting better or not getting better um, but yeah I mean to sum it up Kratom is, is a helpful and excellent tool to put you in a state where you can work on yourself mm. thanks for going yeah. through with that it, it's really it's great Thank to hear that it can do that for you and and you know just makes me more optimistic about it than ever before honestly i think that's amazing um do you find that that this is something that you know you want to continue using for the long term um in those sorts of ways that that you're finding it helpful in your life Absolutely. I I don't have any intentions um, on, on stopping Kratom um, right now because I don't feel like I, I don't have any reason to not take it. Um, I, I've never experienced anything negative because of it. Um, I've now I'm managing to fast all day and still uh, I, I can still do it. So I, I just proved to myself that I can go a full day without taking it so again i even though you know i may be dependent on it to some level but i don't think that it's to an extreme level because again i could go all day without it i still feel fine i just need a little bit at night a little bit in the morning and i'm good and if i ever need to stop i know how to stop um but for the current moment I mean, the current moment, I, I don't feel like I want to stop. I'm enjoying it. I see more pros than cons. Yeah, I mean, barely any any downsides uh, so far. Yeah, okay, you pay a little bit more every month. There's a new budget on the side for Kratom. But okay, less spending on alcohol and, and other things that are, you know, could be more expensive than Kratom. So, um, you know... At, I used to I used to drink a lot more, and sometimes you spend one night, um, one night of drinking at a bar, you could spend as much uh, as you'd spend a month in one month on 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 kratom. 
it's you know at least here in Dubai because alcohol is expensive here mm. um, so yeah um, I, I don't see any any downsides for it yet so yeah to answer your question I, I do plan on taking it um, in the long term and I, I the more I notice more good things about it um, I, I, I like to share it with my friends share it on platforms um, like your podcast and yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. <laughs> well, it's it's awesome, and and I'm glad it's working so well for you. And um, it seems like to me, you have a very reasonable, grounded view of kratom and how it works with your body, which is great. And you know, I think it's so important that people have a good read on themselves when they're taking anything, let alone kratom. And along those lines, what you mentioned that the, that the the prescriptions that you have they kind of numbed things instead of helped you figure out things. Um, do you find that, that the, the difference was immediate when you switched over more to Kratom and you lessened the prescription dosage that like your, is it your emotions like that, that come back to you? Is it that you just weren't laughing at things that were funny? Like, how do you mean numbed? That's a good question. Um, numbed, basically i wasn't feeling i wasn't feeling sad i wasn't feeling down i wasn't feeling angry but i wasn't feeling motivated either so mm. it's just like okay you know life is just happening and whatever it's like a mm. sense of just you know not looking forward to anything but also not being bothered by anything it's not a it's it's okay it's it's better than being depressed but it's not the way we're meant to function as human beings on earth i think we're you know the purpose of being here is to enjoy life so and and kratom from day one and and that is why i i haven't stopped taking it from the first day that i took it from the very first time i tried it i was like wow this is this is amazing like i can feel like this i have a tool that can make me enjoy life again and uh you know play with my kids laugh with my laugh with my with my daughters um be funny around them enjoy life enjoy hanging out with friends um instead of i mean as opposed to just being alone or um you know like because i'm i'm I like to spend time alone, but when 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 you're depressed and when you're on medication, it can be a bit too much. You start to spend more and more time alone, um, and you're not bothered by it. But then you realize that you're distancing yourself from people that matter to you, and it shouldn't be that way. So, I, from day one, kratom just um, made everything better, and I, and it really f- it seems like. I'm overselling it, but I'm really not. I'm sure you you understand, uh, Jamie, what I'm talking about, right? It's not. Um, it, it it for those that haven't tried kratom, it probably sounds like such a magical, and you know, such a great thing. It really is. I mean, it it, it truly is something amazing. Now, whoever is listening to, to your podcasts, uh, season four, episode three, I'm sure they've. They've already done kratom before, so <laughs> I doubt that they haven't. But I mean, it's it, it 
it is it is just really amazing and i'm i'm always grateful that i'm that i found uh found kratom that's wonderful um i you know as a final question to kind of wrap things up this is a sneak peek of of the episode for tomorrow which is going to be about stigma um i got an email from someone and they were really wonderful. They they laid out kind of like some context for the background of their lives and what they what they've been going through for a number of years now, and and how kratom has helped. And one, they asked a couple questions around stigma, which I thought were really good questions. And I'm going to talk about that tomorrow. Um, you mentioned stigma today. You mentioned that when you that you haven't talked to your doctor about how kratom has helped you so much, and they've noticed that you're doing really well and you just don't want to talk to them about it. I'd love to hear just, is is it just you haven't thought about it other than just like, well, I just don't want to bring it up? Or is it something that you've gone yeah. back and forth about bringing up with them and decided not to? The reason I haven't brought it up to them is because if they haven't tried it, they're going to Google it. And once they Google it, they're going to see all types of terrible results pop up on on the first pages right that's what happens when you google kratom and i know you've done some episodes about that too mm-hmm. uh, if, if, if you haven't tried tried kratom um the internet could really scare you um there's i don't know why it's is it is it on purpose or not is it is it some kind of um, propaganda or campaign from the pharmaceutical industry? I have no idea. But if if somebody has never heard of Kratom and they Google it or even YouTube it, you're going to see um, insane side effects, really scary stories, um, stories about people that overdosed and died and they could be true stories but i don't know what they were taking i don't know if the kratom they were taking was pure or not i don't know how much they 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 did i have no idea um so that that is why i didn't want to be lectured by by somebody that's never tried it and is only getting their information off google and i i know if somebody does their homework um in a very non-biased way and goes to you know real resources and 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 speak with real experts on kratom people that do non-biased research um on you know the real positives and negatives you'll 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 understand that this is something that if done in a proper way and in a balanced and grounded way is something that is good for you um but until then until this becomes how people generally feel about kratom i'm just gonna keep it to myself unless i'm speaking to somebody that is very open-minded so yeah yeah that that's that's basically how i how I prefer to be right now. Well, that's really super interesting, well thought out, and I think um, touches on a number of things I'm going to be talking about tomorrow. And this email, which I'm, I'm not going to read the email verbatim in the next episode, but I'm going to touch on a few points that this person made. Um, and and you know, one of one of the the questions is, you know, 
there's a subreddit page that's devoted to quitting Kratom and there's all these YouTube videos of people having hor- horrific stories with Kratom and and I, I like how you just phrased that, that they might be true, but some of these things might be true, but how much were they taking? Was the product adulterated or not? Were they taking other things? And it's just, there's so many different factors going into this and I've been doing some research on it. So I hope people are, are interested to hear that episode tomorrow. And I really appreciate your analysis of how you think about it in your own life and how that, how that comes out, you know, with, with how you're willing to talk about it. So, um, as always, super interesting. Love talking to you, Muhammad. Please come back again. And, uh, you know, this is great. I- I'd like to have you as a regular, <laughs> if you're willing. <laughs> of course, of course. Whenever I have some updates, um, I'll hit you up immediately. It's, it's, it's always a pleasure. I really enjoyed the talk. And uh, surely we'll do it again. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you have um? Is your is your book still available on on Kindle? I think you said it was or it used to be. It is. It, it is on Kindle. It is on uh, any website that sells eBooks. But here's the thing: I don't even remember the title of my book, and I'm I'm really sorry <laughs> for this. But I but I don't I because I, I, I had the feeling you were gonna ask me, and I was like, what was the name of my book? I don't even remember the name. Um. I'm gonna have to look it up and email you, yeah, and maybe mention it like next time. Cause I just wrote that book and I wasn't planning on 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 selling it. I was like, you know what? I'm so excited about Kratom. I'm gonna write a book about it and just throw it online, and whoever finds it, great. And 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 it it's more of a booklet, right? Cause it's like what 15, 16 pages. Um, but it's got the word Kratom in the title. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. I don't remember the title right now, which is crazy. But. Well, you know, if you can figure it out, let me know. Send me an email, and I'll I'll share it so that people can look it up. Because um, you know, he you you shared it with me, and I I really enjoyed reading through it. It's a really neat book, little booklet, and um, it's not just about your experience, but it's like how you discovered it, and it's also you know you throw some real information in there and some history around it. The, some of the negative um, potential effects of it. I mean, it's a very well-rounded little booklet that's helpful to have on hand. So, so I really enjoyed it. Um, so, if you find it, let me know. <laughs> I will. I will. I will. Right. I'll email right. you soon with the title. Good. We'll do. Right. Well, well. Thanks so much for joining us again, and uh, we'll have you on sometime soon. Thank you, Jamie. It's a pleasure. <laughs>